All right, guys, welcome back to RTW's Wild History Ride. I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Vikings. Ragnar Lothbrook in particular, mainly because with the series, H- well, it's not HBO, I'm sorry, it's the History the Channel. The History Channel. Yeah, the History, History Channel. Channel's The Viking Show. I've kind of became obsessed over the years. You got me on it. But before we get into it, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for uh, subscribing and checking us out and sharing. And I hope you guys keep sharing with us and with all your friends. Do Again, don't be afraid to hog the aux cord and play us. I mean, Shoot, I do that. Uh, I I've, I've have been listening to a whole bunch of episodes on the way to work lately. Yeah. So don't, don't be afraid to just kind of... Hold your friends or family hostage in the car with your cor- with the ox cord and play whatever you want. Hopefully us. Only us. That's it. But uh, I do want to mention this milestone that we actually broke this week. We are now over 700 views and we actually blew it out of the water. We got several more views than we usually do. Okay. Okay. Let me correct you. Not views. Downloads. Downloads. Okay. Fine. Downloads. Uh, this is the digital age. We got to stay all on right, top of right, it. All right. Yeah. All right. I apologize. So we've had more downloads than we were expecting with the new episode. And we're very grateful. But so, there should be a new logo or something too. Yes. We got a new logo. Supposedly, Apple Podcast is going to upload it and update it. But I haven't seen it yet on, on Apple Podcast. I have definitely seen the logo and I love it. Uh, shout out to Bo. Uh, yeah. Who did it? Who did it? It was Bo, your older brother. Bo and his uh, heels. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Okay, that, that's actually that's an inside joke. Uh, apparently, in an earlier episode, I made fun of Bo's height. I don't remember doing it, but I'm sure I did it. Listen, I, Bo's pretty I, stout now. You got to be I, careful. Well, I make that joke to his face, and he knows it. No, so. that's true. That's true. I love Bo very much, and I will pick on him until I die. But uh, if you don't love somebody, you don't pick on him. It's just exactly, how it is. exactly. So we're going to get into this episode, and we're. Planning on splitting it up into two, and we'll probably do multiple Viking episodes and not do them as two-parters like we've been doing with the Tudors. Instead, we'll do it kind of like a mini-series that we release whenever we want to do. So we'll do Ragnar and his kids for the next couple weeks, but then sometime down the road, we'll tackle another another famous Viking or another event in Viking Mm -hmm. history. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have a request. If you're going to do the Viking men, then I think you need to do an episode on the Viking women, unless you're going to touch on those as you well, go through the kids and all that. Oh, I'm going to touch on two in particular while talking about Ragnar. Okay. So with that being said, let me check my time real quick before I get started so I know where I'm at. Oh, sweet. Okay. I was, I'm less into it than I thought. All right, good. So we will start off with Ragnar. And his very, very brief history of his family. Now, uh, watching the show Vikings, you remember a character, Odd, or Aud, or however you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. She was in Iceland with Floki and her family. Her dad was played by Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, see, historically, Odd the Deep-Minded. Wait, 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 wait. Edge. Who's Edge? A wrestler. His stage name was Edge. Adam okay. Copeland. Yeah, his, okay. his stage name was Edge. I He's a great actor. But uh, historically, her name was Odd the Deep-Minded, and she was, I believe, Ragnar's great-grandmother. So that's the very first historical Yeah, discrepancy that they have in that show. Yes, so her father na- was named Ivar. She was the mother of two sons with her first husband, who was 
kind of, there was some trickery involved. Now, she had a thing for her first husband's brother, but she respected her marriage and stayed faithful. Well, her father, who wanted to conquer the kingdom, tricked her husband into thinking that, he, that uh, she'd been unfaithful with his brother, and so he killed his brother. I, I forgot to even bother with her first husband's name. Is this Hatfields and McCoys? And uh, this, is, this is a lot of drama. Really. I know already. So, oh, we're just getting started. Baby mama drama. So Ivar, taking advantage of the chaos, murdered his daughter's husband mm-hmm. and conquered his kingdom. Well, with this happening, Odd took her son, Harold, and ditched the country. Ditched the country. Now, keeping in mind, in, back in this time, a king didn't, didn't necessarily mean that they were in charge of the whole country or continent. There could have been multiple kings of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, all this. Yeah, I was like, well, how because, big of a uh, kingdom are we talking about here? So it doesn't exactly specify. But her first son was Harold Wartooth, and then she married her second husband, who gave her the son Ranvir. Now, Ranvir was the father of Sigurd Ring who would go on to become the father of Ragnar. Now, he was Dan- He was from Denmark on his father's side, but his mother, uh, Asa, was descended from a Norwegian king. So eventually, through multiple wars, his father died. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. He became king of, he was the chief king of Sweden and the sub-king of Denmark. So that basically means that, yes, he was a king in Denmark, but there was a king with more land, more warriors, and more powerful than him. Yeah. That was his uncle, Harold Wartooth. Well, a great uncle, I guess. Uh, They fought. Again, I don't know why my notes say this, but it's talking about the Battle of Breva as though it was Ragnar, but it was... Sigurd, who fought his uncle. Mm-hmm. Sigurd killed his uncle. Ragnar was not king yet. I, I apologize for that mix-up. For some reason, I had the their name switched. So Sigurd was the one who fought his uncle. He was the king of Sweden, sub-king of Denmark, mm-hmm. killed Harold, and became king of Denmark and Sweden. Was Harold? Is this the King Harold in the show, too? Nope, we'll get to him. Oh, we'll, God. we'll get to him the next episode. This is convoluted. I know, because they all had similar names. You're going to have like seven different Sigurds. So what will typically separate them is their surname or their title. Yeah, because so I know, yeah. So you have Harold Wartooth, and the one you're talking about is Harold Finehair. Okay. So well, I like Wartooth better than Finehair. Well, it was because he had incredibly long hair that was he, he refused balding? to cut. Was no. he balding? Oh, okay. No, it was just incredibly long, and he refused to cut it. Mm-hmm. Was he balding? Was he balding? Finehair? <laughs> Thomas Finehair. <laughs> so, yeah, a very fine hair. Back in but, the uh, day, back in the day. Man. So uh, Sigurd ruled Sweden and Denmark, and then he died. His son, Ragnar, was very young at the time, so he faced a ton of civil wars. A lot of other kings were like, hey, he's too inexperienced. He doesn't know what he's doing. We've got this. Mm-hmm. He handled a lot better than they expected. He was able to fight back the uh, civil wars. Now, most of the stories... They don't really talk about his leadership, which I take to mean that more than likely he spent most of his life on expeditions, yeah, traveling to the Baltic regions and England, which I believe the Vikings first started going into England in the early 800s, late 700s. Yeah. I might be off by a century. I might be thinking of 7th century instead of 700s. Instead of, yeah. But, so they'd already done it, whereas in the show Vikings, 
Ragnar was the first Viking to actually make it to England. When I remember, like, you know, in the show, too, it's like from what you're saying, he started off as a farmer. Or, yes, yeah. whereas in history, he was a prince. Yep, so I mean, like, it's already a discrepancy there that I now, learned. Now, keeping in mind that when we say history, it's their oral history. Yeah. It, it's their legends. So we don't, there are multiple historical figures that could have been Ragnar Lothbrook, but we don't know who he really was. It's kind of like King Arthur. There was a historical King Arthur, but it wasn't like the Lamort de Arthur, King Arthur. Yeah. He was a Welsh war chief, mm-hmm. not really a holy, uh, graceful king that was blessed by God. Yeah. He was, he was a, more than likely at the time period, a pagan war chief. So. Makes sense to me. All right. So the first real experience with him is his uncle through his... If it's Sweden, it would have been, I believe, his dad's mother. Or no, his dad's... uh, One of his dad's relatives. Mm -hmm. A king of Sweden named Seward, or Sigurd, was killed by a usurper named Fro. Now, Fro, being the jerk that he was, forced all the female family members and servants and the ladies that were around Seward to basically be forced to work in a brothel Mm. as a form of humiliation. Mm Mm-hmm. So Ragnar, finding out about his grandfather's death and usurpation, decided, okay, we're not going to play that game. So he gathered several mi- several guys to go with him to Sweden. And when they arrived, the women were just pissed off enough to put on men's clothes, grab some weapons to fight with, and joined Ragnar to kill this guy. I bet. Well, the one that stood out the most was Lagertha. I know her. Now, she did nothing to hide that she, the fact that she was a woman, whereas several of them at the time did because they wanted to get into the ranks of the army. She didn't care. She just grabbed some clothes that she could fight in, got her weapons, and she charged. And she was on the front lines, cutting people down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, she was a real person? She was a real person. According, okay. to, the, according to the legends, she was a real person. Catherine okay. Winnick. So, yes. And she's great. L- love her. She's I a great actress. Too. But moving forward, she, uh, she made such an impact on Ragnar. That he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get me some of that. <laughs> and uh, hey, just, just saying, it's like a Mulan situation almost. So uh, she, according to the stories, she feigned interest in him, and told basically told him to come to her house. Well, when he got there, he was attacked by a bear and a hound. Now it never specifies. I'm, I'm hoping that they were not her pets. My pet and bear. That, that she, they were just guarding her house for her. I'm hoping that. It was just some wild animals that she knew would be around if he got, if he was loud and boisterous like most men are and would attack him. I'm hoping because I would hope nobody was crazy enough to send their pets to attack somebody that could possibly kill them, which Ragnar did. Yeah. He took his spear. He killed the bear and then he choked the life out of the hound. Oh, and so he then married Lagertha. They had <laughs> and then he married. She's like, oh, my God. They had three children, uh, Fridleaf and two daughters that are never talked about. Because they're women. That's another thing. I'm telling you, Miss Rhonda, I'm telling you, we're going to have to get on these people. No, I need to do some more women empowerment. I know. That's the next one. That's the next one. So, okay. Ragnar went back to Denmark where he had to fight a civil war because he'd been gone away too long, which seemed to be a recurring theme with Ragnar. Yeah. So who would be in charge of his kingdom? It would be whatever chief he put in charge. Because remember, they're broken up into chiefdoms yeah and jarls and thanes and all that they have different titles but the fact of the matter is a chief is somebody who's in charge of a band of warriors Mm -hmm. 
Then you have a Jarl who's in charge of a really big band of warriors. I remember he was a Jarl in the show for a yeah, while. Yeah, he became a Jarl. He was more than likely what would be called a, uh, I think it's a Scuttlesvanner, Ooh. which means a table man. So in the beginning, yes, he was, a, he was a farmer, which meant he was very wealthy on the show. And he was considered a table man because he would be allowed to sit close to the Jarl. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that happened a lot. He actually questioned the Jarl on a regular occasion on the show. Which meant that he thought he had enough sway with the people to be able to do that. Yep. So he wa- So even though it portrays him as a farmer and they kind of try to make him look a little bit lower, he was probably one of the highest ranked men in the show, mm-hmm. in that community. So he would have had people like that, people he trusted in charge. But again, they thought he was young and inexperienced, and inexperienced, so they would attack. Mm-hmm. So he returned to Denmark. Uh, fought back the Civil War, and he more or less dissolved his marriage with Lagertha, which was a fairly common thing back then because they didn't have like a real divorce proceeding. You basically just said, we're done, and our marriage is dissolved. Yeah. Like you could have just said, we're not married anymore. That's it. So Hey, and listen, just, more su- uh, more suitable than uh, the Tudors. Yeah. So uh, that is when he got – I'm sorry. There was a chieftain who had a daughter named Thora. And her beauty was amazing, got Ragnar's attention, and he basically said, anyone that can rescue her from this tower can marry her. The reason that was such a challenge was he had some giant, depending on the source, it was a lindworm, a serpent, a dragon. (laughs) Regardless, it was some big reptile that was venomous. Yep, yep. So that's where Ragnar comes up with the idea. To get some baggy clothes, some super baggy clothes, treat them with tar and sand, and that's he puts them on so that the venom can't penetrate his clothing. He has the shield to guard his exposed flesh, and he manages to slay the serpent and marry Thora. Now, the that is where he gets his nickname, Lothbrook, mm-hmm. which means baggy or shaggy britches. Okay. So yeah, that sounds a little bit better, better than Ragnar Shaggy Britches. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, his ne- he would have been called, uh, until then, he would have been called Ragnar Sigurdsson. Yeah, it's to say, yeah. Of, of House Munso, because mm-hmm. that was his family house, was Munso, which uh, I think Buren was the only one to actually use, or any reference that I can find. But uh, Ragnar and Thora had several kids, depending on the sources, because we have the Icelandic sources, the Danish sources, the Swedish sources, we have the English sources. So yeah. some of them, in some of the stories, he's got like... 13 sons and others he has four and so it's kind of some com some denominator of that so we're mostly just going to refer to the main ones ivar bjorn hafton and sigurd as his sons we'll probably talk about uba a little bit ube however you pronounce his name but in in some sources he wasn't actually a son and we'll get into that to into the sons episode yeah yeah because that'll be the part yeah. two so as far as we're concerned right now his, he had four sons with uh, his third wife, one son with Lagertha, and then he had two sons with Thora. Their names were Eric and Agner. Agner. I've never heard – have I heard of those? No. The only time you would have heard them would have been for me. Agnar, Agner. Oh, okay. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, I need like yeah, – oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know I looked up a Viking name generator okay, just we'll, a second ago. We'll go to that in a minute, dude. I'm trying to I'm gonna, move I'm as fast as I can. So uh, that was in Sweden. Uh, Thor was Swedish. He returned to Sweden where there's another civil war and he has to call upon 
an unlikely helper, which is actually shown in the show where he sends out help after his uh, community is taken over by another Jarl. He asks Lagertha for help. And she comes because a part of her still loves him and cares about him. And she brings 120 ships with her. Oh. Now, in the fight, now, again, there's another son that we don't have any recollection of named Seward. He, uh, he got injured. And she jumped through all these people and killed everyone that was about to kill him. So, again, she's proving that she is amazing. Which, in my, yes. Okay, question. So, she had a, at her disposal 120 ships. ships was she wealthy or was she over a large at that time she what? was married to a y'all oh okay. believed to be married to a y'all but he did not come with her on this no trip. and what i'm about to tell you next might lead to some questions okay she returned home to norway and her husband and her got into it and she finally had enough and she killed him wow oh, i remember that okay. show so what I'm thinking is the the soldiers liked her better. He probably said, no, you're not going to go help your ex-husband. And she took the soldiers anyway. And when she got back, he uh, he got in her face about it. And she said enough and killed him. Well, I remember that in the show. I don't I don't think yes. it was like, uh, was it around those same? I guess she helped Ragnar in the show. Wasn't that what, yes, what she did? Yes, yeah. she did. Yeah, so that, that one was pretty accurate. Now, Thora got sick and died. And that is when Ragnar was shortly after Ragnar met Aslog. Now, according to the legend, she was the child of a man by the name of Sigurd the Slayer. He supposedly slayed the dragon Fafnir. And his wife was named Brynhildr. I I do know her. She was a very, in some stories, she was a Valkyrie. In some, she was just some amazing shield maiden. Regardless, they died. She was raised by someone they trusted who hid her inside of a harp. And this peasant couple, thinking that he had valuable objects hidden inside the harp, murdered him and opened up the harp to find a little girl. And they decided to raise her as their own and named her Kraka, which means crow. Mm -hmm. Now, she was apparently some stunning beauty, which they took to mean that she had to be a noble. So to protect her, they would cover her in tar and make her look dirty oh and things gosh. like that tar. because they were, they were scared that they were scared that she would be hurt. Okay. So they raised her as their own and took care of her. And until Ra- some of Ragnar's men accidentally spotted her bathing and she was so breathtakingly beautiful that they left some bread that they were baking for uh, Ragnar and let it burn. And when they had to explain to Ragnar what happened, he decided, okay, I want to meet this girl, but I want to see if she's as wise as she is beautiful. So he gave her the task of showing up, dressed but undressed, fasting nor eating, and alone nor in company. Now she uh, arrived wearing a fishnet around her body, an onion in her mouth, and a dog as her companion. Aww. So he decided, okay, she's great. So that's when they had the four famous kids, Ivar, Hafton, Bjorn, and Sigurd. They had some low standards. <laughs> Possibly Uba. I'm like, they now, have very low standards. Ragnar fought many battles. And again, it doesn't seem like he was much of a king in some of the stories. Whereas in others, it seems as though he would conquer somewhere, install one of his kids as a sub-king there, and move on to the next place. He was never where he should have been. The next shiny thing. Yes. 
So uh, while he was gone, he put his cousin, who was the son of Harold Wartooth, kind of, I would question why anyone would want to put him in charge, but he put him in charge of his kingdom. Ragnar's sons with Thora, Eric and Agnar, showed up and said, give us our kingdom and your daughter marries Eric. Mm. He said no. And in the battle, uh, Agnar ended up dead. And the the guy, Aistin Belly, told him, okay, okay, I don't want your brothers to come seeking revenge for Agnar's death. How about this? I give you all of Uppsala, which is a part of Sweden, that you want, and you can marry my daughter. And we'll just kind of forget this ever happened. And Eric said, no, I've been humiliated too badly to accept that. The only way, the only way I can get rid of my shame is if your men hoist me up on spears and let me die. So they did. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. So uh, don't ever say that around. They'll do it. I said they well, did I mean, some crazy like, stuff. Hey, dude, culture. let's do this. They <laughs> have they have a culture of honor and shame and all this. So they kind of got to be impressive. So if losing a major battle and getting your butt whooped and your brother dying. It's like, okay, you're just going to give me a consolation prize, even though this is exactly what I asked for. It's kind of insulting. So, I mean, think about it. They gave him what he wanted, but after whooping his ass. Yeah. So it's kind of like. I'm just like, oh. Okay. So Ragnar's kids with Aslog found out about this. And Aslog decided to lead 150 soldiers personally by land where while her sons led the ships by sea to attack Ace and Belly, and they did. They conquered it all and avenged their brothers. Now, Ragnar found out about this, and in other sources, his decision was based off of some things that happened in Ireland. But the story we're going off of is because he was so frustrated by his children being so successful without his aid that he wanted to prove that he was still just as impressive as them. So he takes two... uh, Narls, I, Nars, I believe is what the ship is called. They're big cargo ships. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking a whole bunch of long ships that can go up the channels, he takes them and tries to invade England, uh, Northumbria to be With exact. two? With two ships? Yes. And uh, so he attacks and his guys don't make it. Yeah. He gets his butt whooped. Supposedly, according to the story, none of these soldiers were, were skilled enough in fighting to kill Ragnar in battle. So they just kind of outnumbered him until they could kind of capture him, which is weird to me. At that point, I would have just started stabbing the hell out of him. If yeah, was, yeah. If I was one of the enemy soldiers. I guess I they knew who he was. Yeah. So they captured him. And Ela, king of Northumbria, had a grudge against Ragnar because Ragnar had killed his father. Yeah. Uh, Huma. Huma. Hama. However you pronounce it. Huma. Huma. And decides to humiliate him by not killing him in battle. Instead, he th- executes him by throwing him into a snake pit. I do remember that. How long did that take? Well, supposedly a couple days because the snakes never bit him. So it got to the point where Ayla's soldiers grabbed their spears and started stabbing the crap out of him mm. until there were enough openings in his clothes and the snakes were agitated enough to bite him. Mm-hmm. And there he slowly died. And he is supposedly quoted as saying, oh, how the little pigs would grunt if they heard how the old boar suffered. His death is listed as 865. Well, I'm just like, you know, you brought it on yourself. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, you brought it on yourself. I mean, yeah. Ragnar, 
Yeah, it's just what it is. He kind of was like that in the show, though. Like, he would get really brash and stuff like that, I feel like, you know. Well, in the show, they portrayed him more as an intelligent figure. Yeah, he was very intelligent in the show. It's just, he, a lot of the times on the show, he did things just because he had to do them. He knew they weren't going to succeed. Like, the first invasion of uh, Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew it wasn't going to succeed. He did it because he wanted to show uh, Floki that his plan was flawed. And then there was another one... uh, well, it was his death scene. It was yeah. his death. He knew he wasn't going to survive it, but he had to do something big enough to make a point. His whole purpose in the show with uh, going to England, even though he knew he wasn't going to survive, was to rile up his kids enough to attack. Yeah. So they, they portray things differently. But that is my Ragnar Lothbrook. I love and we Ragnar. will do his. We will talk about his sons in the next episode. Oh, okay. Y'all got any quick questions before I wrap us up? So I like I like um, Aslog a lot better in the actual history than I do in I uh, in the show. <laughs> oh like. well, in the show they kind of portray her more how Thora was portrayed. This beautiful woman that doesn't really do much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trophy wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all the women are good for, right, Rhonda? Mm, yeah, I'm just like that's mm-hmm. so stupid. Yeah, right. I'm just like, listen, you know what? So I said that will be the next episode, the uh, women empowerment uh, lagartha. That's episode. kind of what we've been leaning towards. But all I right, know. guys, thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, we will get out the Sons of Ragnar Lothbrook next episode. I believe we have Rosie the Riveter, and then some is out now. Yeah. So. Check them out. Oh, and then our uh, little uh, Q and A. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have a Q and A where you guys can get to know us a little better. I know it. That's what I wanted. Uh. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Just, just saying. Shoot, Thomas is always on that uh, that social media nowadays. No, no, I'm not. His biggest right. biggest thing. All right, guys. Catch you next time. All right, bye. Till next week.